This is Chris Martin, and me and my buddy Kevin O'Connor, a.k.a. Kevin O'Everything, host an NBA podcast called The Mismatch. They call it The Mismatch because I'm awesome and Kevin is a gigantic nerd. No, no, that's not why at all, Chris. They call it The Mismatch because I have a brain and you're a loudmouth bozo. Good grief. (laughs) Anyway, listen to our amazing NBA podcast, The Mismatch. Or don't. We really don't care. We're probably going to win a million awards either way. <laughs> Chris, we do care. So don't say that. Please subscribe and listen to The Mismatch only on Spotify. Did you really call me a bozo? <laughs> My Eagle enthusiasts, it's Fairway Rolling presented by FanDuel. Major season is here, and you can get in on all the long drives, big putts, and major moments with FanDuel. Check out live PGA Tour bets like longest drive, round leaders, matchups, birdie or better, and more. Plus, track every shot in the app and watch select par three holes while you place your bets. Download the app today and bet with FanDuel, the official betting operator of the PGA Tour. Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. You must be 21 years old or older and present in select states. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by Evernorth Health Services. Costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and Evernorth is doing everything in their power to make that possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best. It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that'll benefit your bottom line. It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible because they're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Welcome to this golf podcast. Unlike any other, oh yes, my friends, we are back. This is an early summer edition of Fairway Rollin'. The golf podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I am your starter. Joe House, joining me, our PGA Tour correspondent on the ground, Nathan Hubbard, just a two ball. Summer solstice was a week ago. We still have long days and long nights for lots of golf. Nate and I might not stop at 18 or 27 or 36. It depends on how the transfusions are flowing, my birdie buddies. Going to throw a peg in the ground and get this thing started and just see where the spirit takes us. 
All right, Nate Dog, what's happening, buddy? Oh, the specter of the business of golf is taking over the actual golf tournaments itself for these two weeks, isn't it? But we had a two, Xander win. Two weeks? Dude, you know, uh, we <laughs> well, were together. I assume the Open, it's, it's going to back off for the Open. Well, we were together with the Podfather up in Boston, Massachusetts, and we both did some podcasting with him, and I did some podcasting with him. And during the one of those shows, he had an, a view to, to share as it relates to the incursion by the Saudis and, and Greg Norman uh, and the creation of this 54-to, the Kushner 54. And his view was, you know, notwithstanding the ramifications, the moral overlay and whatnot, it's an extraordinarily fascinating story. It's an unstoppable story. It's a story that doesn't really have precedent. You can't really compare it to other upstart leagues that have tried to make incursions in, in other professional sports settings over the last 15 years or so because of how viable it is. And in that respect, it is, again, like omnipresent and omnifascinating in terms of the impacts that it's going to have. And there's no signs of that slowing down. No, I mean, the impact it's going to have, it's having an impact. We are speaking minutes after a press conference in which the way you get on the PGA Tour, what the European Tour is, what the Corn Ferry Tour is, have all changed pretty dramatically in the last hour. Everything about this is existential crisis, which in its own way is kind of effing fascinating Definitely a a a ripe for the picking professional I mean, golf tour. It, yeah, if that's right? not enough, Steve Stricker just dropped out of the fucking John Deere Classic. Oh, uh, well, that's bad news. Are Every, screwed. All the other stuff, you know, has its sort of glass half full, glass half empty elements to it. But let's start as is our way, as is our want, with the wonderful professional golf that was competed. Over this weekend, you and I both took a break, took a breather after the extraordinary U.S. Open, uh, and and just I have sort some of regrets about that. What do you mean? What, what I love you... this tournament. Which I tournament? love this course. I love the Travelers. You love I the do. Travelers. I the see. The course is terrific. The last four holes, really, the last six holes, starting yeah. with the with the par five thirteenth, thirteenth, yeah, are as fun as the back nine at TPC Scottsdale. And okay. I love the fact that this tournament is never over until the end. I love the fact that there's still big names who come play this thing because the tournament treats them so well. I love the fans and you, you just get, I mean, we got it in Boston already at the U.S. Open, but I love the accents screaming in the background. <laughs> For, it's just, New England loves it's a, golf. New it's England just loves a golf, great tournament. Dog. It's yeah. always great. Last year we had the eight hole playoff, which was not great because they kept having to play 18, but it was, uh, this tournament is always fun. It's just one of those gems. It, it is always producing dramatic conclusions. We would have preferred the drama to maybe have a tiny bit different flavor in connection with the win that Xander just pulled off. Now, first we'll start with kudos to Xander for winning a, a, a tournament with 156 competitors. There was a cut and, you know, nobody could take anything away from him. He went out 
and played the best over the four rounds. And, you know, you, he stared down his buddy, Patrick Cantlay. I'm not going to dance on the grave. All right. Just not. You, know, no, you not, need to. Not you here need to do to. it. Not here to do it. You he, have said he doesn't have it. This was an inexplicable performance. There's a mental piece with that, with, with him. There's something it, going on. Is I there? honestly, yeah. And you know what I think it is? What? I think he's got live leanings. I think he's got some 50 foe running through his brain because he gave we one of the things that he showed us during his successful playoff run last year smallest p ever playoff <laughs> during that run last year he's very articulate he's very thoughtful um and and it included some really interesting insightful kind of stuff during the Ryder cup it's like hey patrick cantley he's got a little something to him yeah um, he's thoughtful he's contemplative they asked him about the 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 fifty foe uh, last week he he was a little flat footed he was not up to the Patrick standard so I I don't know what to attribute his Sunday mindlessness to he lost himself a out there on the golf course six I mean it looked like it looked like you and me trying to get through Riv or something that's I mean I, it it had that those vibes every which way that slow walk that trudge but um. You know, Xander was unaffected by the entirety of it. Just went out, played his game. A st steely determination. When Xander gets it going like that, you know, it's kind of, to me, I, I, I thought he was channeling successfully some of the steeliness we saw um, at the Gold Cup. Uh, I mean, the gold medal that, that, that during the Olympics, the Gold Cup, the, the, the Olympic run, um, yeah. where he, he has a little falter as he came down the stretch, but he he but, had to make big putts and then he did it. Yeah, but th this was kind of perfect for him in that way as well, which is the challengers were relatively weak. The one guy you thought could give him a run just threw his feces all over the room in Cantlay. Tigala gave us a nice moment where we felt like he's finally going to do it. It's speaking of TPC Scottsdale. It's his revenge round coming on the backs of that near miss in Phoenix. Oh, it's so hard to win a golf tournament. It's so hard to win a golf tournament. Blades I do it out of the trap. I do want to get your thoughts. Now I, I keep coming back to this theme because it's, it seems like it has a role, but it, it could be something where somebody out there could tell me to shut up. He, his caddy was not able to persuade him. Yeah. to do the sensible thing. And his caddy is not, you know, a wizened vet that's been out there mm -hmm. um, for, for decades. And what was right? the sensible thing? The sensible thing was what to pull off the tee, right? That's, it starts there. And I don't mind that mistake. He made a mistake by hitting it into the bunker up the left. Faldo really hated that decision. He thought, take the bunker out of play. All you got to do, it's not that long of a hole. Give him a driving iron. Make him hit the fairway. He's all amped up. He's definitely going to have enough to hit it 320 into the bunker, which he did. And the only way that that becomes a problem is if it gets stuck under the lip, which it did. But did you think, I mean, it sounded like more so than he made the wrong play out of that bunker. It sounded like he just, his body and the nerves and the moment took over, which we hear a lot from these guys sometimes. And he just bladed it into the lip. Like, I think he could probably hit that bunker shot 40 times right now. And every single one of them ends up in the fairway. 
So to me, the biggest mistake, the biggest problem, the error in the moment was not trying for the easiest possible out that was presented. That they went through this whole thing about the realm of the possible, and then Sahith kind of talked himself into something that had some margin for error, and we know this to be the case because there was error, and what I wanted him to do was to to simply get out, simply do the thing with the highest likelihood because five keeps you in the golf tournament, six gets you out of the golf tournament. So the, the only thing to do is to ensure the five. And the shot that he hit, his fourth shot, the, sh- the the little wedge that he put up there to 12 feet was effing impeccable. It was an awesome golf shot. So yeah. there would have been no problem with that. Well, it, it he has been adamant in the days since that he had enough room and that, and I, and I think he's telling the truth here because what he's saying is, I got nervous and hit a bad shot. Not, I made a bad decision. Like sometimes guys are like, oh, I just got unlucky or something or blah, blah, blah. He was like, no, no, no. I was nervous and I, I bladed it. Never in a million years did I think I would blade that shot. And I, he said, I damn near bladed the second one. So, but that's the, that's the question that I have for you. There is a play there where you're not putting yeah. that kind of, of pressure. There's a yeah. version of, of hitting out that doesn't, you know, yeah. have the degree of Tagala, difficulty. If you're Tagala, you got Xander behind you. This, you know, Xander booming a 320-yard drive, he's going to have 80 yards in or whatever, which he did. Uh, you're thinking, I, a bogey maybe cost me the tournament. I got to... No. You don't I, think I don't, so? You don't no. think you're like, I finally got it. I mean, the, the you, moment You have the me, lead. You the have moment, to know that know. you have the one-stroke lead. That's the, all. Yeah. It just, uh, it was just a little defensive. And if you're looking at it and you're like, I can hit this shot, I, I get it. I get it. And it's a little bit like what we saw... Rory's caddy do at Quail Hollow when he won recently last year. Last with, year, yeah. Where he sort of talked him out of doing the stupid thing and got Rory the victory. Tagala's caddy definitely did not do that. And the, the, the sad part here was you they think had that, a, it was a real lively exchange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you got to put the foot down. I mean, th- th- let's just rewind to what happened in Phoenix when trying to drive the green, he hits what looks like a really great shot. And the ball takes a weird bounce, goes in the water, and he loses the tournament. I thought back to that on 15. Also a drivable par four with water on the left. He hit that shot, with, with the, and it looked like it could have t- hit that shaved area and fallen down into the water again. But he got a decent bounce there, got onto the green, made birdie. That propelled him. You, I just You think if you're Tagal at that moment, you got to go, all right. Golf gods are with me. I got to get this thing in because I got I got Xander behind me. But it's an interesting strategic question. You say just wedge it out, then hit the wedge that Xander hit to make bir- make birdie, or that Tigala hit to fourteen feet to have a chance to save bogey, uh, and, and just count on the third shot being the save. Don't try to play hero. That's your strategy. That's my 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 thesis. And and he could have turned left or turned right. Any. Any anything that create that that eliminates having to hit straight up over the face of of that thing under those circumstances. Yeah. I'm glad you brought up Phoenix again. The reason that um, things went sideways, he had bad luck. That happens in golf on that 17th hole. Yeah, his 
his shot that followed the drive into the water was the problem. It wasn't the the drive into the water. He 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 didn't give himself an opportunity to save the score that he needed to to put himself in contention to win. And I thought this was the same thing. Now again, he's a kid. I'm not yeah. being critical. Yeah. We're just talking about pressure decisions and the difference on the PGA Tour between putting yourself like we're just talking about risk mitigation. We're talking yeah. about shrinking the risks down to give yourself the very, 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 very best possibility to do the hardest thing ever. And twice now this year, he's been right, right there. And it's wonderful. Yeah. I mean, we're very close to having this very same conversation, by the way, one week ago with, with, with your boy Fitzpatrick. Yes. I mean, the golf gods, but for the way that that ball, the dry, he had the same thing. A conundrum off the tee, a hit into the bunker. Yes, that. But the he ball made contact with the could nerves. Have, but the ball could have easily bounced into the higher grass. That that little nub yes. that's set up above. It could have stopped right up against that, and then we he would have been you know faced with a radically different thing. The golf gods were kind. There really wasn't any debate between he and 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 his uh, caddy Billy Foster around. The, the risk proposition of trying to hit the green from where he was right. because it, it, they just got a really lucky bounce. But Sahith was in a different spot. Well, let's not lose sight of the fact that Xander made birdie on 18 only to shoot two under on the day. This was not a yeah. lock it down. That's right. Go grab it by the throat day from Xander at all. I, that's not to say, hey, this win counts and we've been talking about when's he going to get one on his own since the gold medal and before that, you know, tournament of champions in Hawaii. They, let's see what it does for Xander. I mean, it, how do you feel about him heading into the open now? I'm going to, I haven't bet him yet, but I'm going to. Right, why not? Just don't, why not well, have a little? I'll tell you why. Because Thursday and Friday, he shot 63-63. And, and on that, the weekend, he was a more pedestrian four under. So that, that, that's fine. I like 63s. Um, it reminds me of the fact that immediately after the PGA championship, I went ahead and bet on Matthew Fitzpatrick to win the U.S. Open at 46 to 1 odds. I had forgotten about that <laughs> until I my my card settled itself out Monday morning and I woke up and I said, oh, my God. It wasn't nearly the bloodbath I anticipated. I had I was very heavily invested in in Zal Torres. Well, I had, it would have been a humongous. Monday for me. Yeah. <laughs> I might have come out and I might have flown out to California to see you. I would have loved that. There's two other stories to to take away from this week. Um, the first is Rory, who I really thought he was going to win this golf tournament. And just sort of his Friday, Saturday rounds were just inexplicable. And uh the 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 melt were they? Were they? Yes. Were they? Well, they were they were in particular because we saw on 12 on Friday, the, the quadruple bogey. And he just suddenly was deer in the headlights. Again, you get through 12 and you really do have six holes you could birdie, any of them. And in fact, you know, Streelman did to win that tournament one year. He, he birdied 12 on to win that tournament. But at this tournament, you get to 13, you're looking at a par five, you're thinking birdie, no doubt. He quads that and, and it's over. Did you... Ask Mark Hubbard about 12, how 12 was playing. Yeah, I've played that golf course um, 
12 is not a hard hole. No. There's I nothing mean, special about it. You can listen, hit it out of bounds left. Listen, he doubled, you, he doubled 13 on Sunday. So he put, he that, put the tee shot in the, the water and then the second it, shot. It, but that's what happens. If you hit the ball in the water, 13 yeah. is very well protected. Yeah, it sucks. It's a birdie hole unless you hit it sort of with any kind of a fade and then, then the water comes yeah. into play. So Look, I understand Mark Hubbard having that problem. 12 doesn't carry that same kind of risk. 12 no. is not a risky golf hole. No, there's no reason. And, and it was just Rory. I mean, look, he he just yanked the tee shot so far. It was, He had to hit backwards. I mean, it was just god awful. But it undid him. Like, we've had great Rory mojo for the past couple of weeks. We had great Rory mojo in Toronto. We had pretty darn good Rory mojo at the U.S. Open. And suddenly, you know, he opens with a 62. He gets himself you know, to like five under on his round. Uh, and then he steps up to 12. We get the quad and he, we never really hear from him again. Let's say T19. It's Rory McIlroy for crying out loud. Yeah. But boy, it makes me feel a little bit different about St. Andrews having seen how he performed there. The other story that I think is a good transition into some of the business of the game that is exploding at the moment was the amateur uh, oh. from Stanford, right? Michael yeah. Thorbornson, yeah. 15 under, finishes solo fourth, it is a reminder that there are great young players who have had more instruction than you ever had and certainly more instruction than a lot of the guys in their 30s on tour have ever had. They've had access to technology since they were little to help them shape and course correct their swings. They've had more strategic, they've had all the benefits that time gives you and time and technology give you. And there's just this incredible crop of young golfers who are coming up and man, there aren't enough spots for them because this guy, this guy put a lot of people to shame this weekend. And, it, and when you think about him, you think about Pearson Cootie, who was a Texas golfer uh, in the NCAA tournament just a few months ago, who won the Corn Ferry Tour event by a lot this weekend. Suddenly you go, holy crap. When you look at what Live Golf did, which was sign another young amateur. He's in the field this week in Portland, right? Yep. We've got a bunch of young kids who I think, not unlike what started to happen in the NBA, you got to let them in because they're competitive. You can't hold, keep them on ice or they're going to start looking for other alternatives. And uh, the tour just made a bunch of announcements to to change the way that people qualify for the tour, you got to imagine that something not too far in the future is going to make it possible for people like Thor Bjornsson to play in these events without a sponsor. I mean, the, the, the economics of golf are, are particularly unique and uh, draconian in this respect, which is you can have all of those amateur accolades as soon as you declare yourself pro you have zero you might have something from um an equipment manufacturer or if you have any kind of you know interesting backstory maybe there's some name image likeness that you get from clothing or something but in terms of the meritocracy the model that golf has used it has required its young stars to go earn their way onto the tour, it's it's a um, I, th I think it's even worse than Major League Baseball that kind of stashes its young talent in the minors for a couple years because 
Major League Baseball permits teams to sign those kids and give them a couple million bucks while they go and hone their craft and get themselves ready for the big leagues. These these kids that come up through the pipeline of collegiate golf um, and international golf, you know, perhaps ready for the for the PGA Tour. They go into the Corn Ferry and they go into the qualifying the the PGA Tour qualifying school with with no economic backing. So it has a natural kind of, you know, there's an impediment that 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 that's presented by that. And, you know, you 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 have to have um some kind of success early enough or extraordinarily deep pockets in your life to be able to try and choose this as your pursuit and it has this effect where you know, we get um that the 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 tour is very lucky to have had Justin Thomas and uh, Jordan Spieth arrive on the scene at the same time, and Kepka come from Europe. He went to Europe as a way to go make money and 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 build out uh, you know his experience and, and talent to have those guys that young injection. Bryson won the U.S. Amateur and then was able to pretty quickly you know um, leverage that into success on tour. But those are all exception stories not the stories of collegiate golfers, names that we might see because they're competing collegiately on television, um, and then they disappear um, because, you know, the, 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 the enormously elaborate and rigorous qualifying mechanism for the tour right. keeps them down. Well, and so this Oklahoma State kid, Eugene Oshikara, decided... Unlike Pearson Cootie, who said, "Hey, I'll go do the work and go play Corn Ferry," or, or, or unlike Thor Bjornsson, who, who got the sponsor invite, he said, "I'm out. I'm taking the live money," and that's going to be a thing that the tour is going to have to address. But they did, in fact, address a hell of a lot over the course of the last week. House. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you will always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply this episode is brought to you by evernorth health services costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care and evernorth is doing everything in their power to make that possible behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best. It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that'll benefit your bottom line, 
It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI, it's possible because they're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. All right, my Eagle enthusiasts, step up to the tee and take a swing at betting the PGA Tour on the FanDuel Sportsbook. Come on, right now, new customers can bet the tour with a no-sweat first bet. If you don't win, you're going to get up to $1,000 back in free bets. If you want to take 500 real dollars and bet it on Chesson Hadley, to finish inside the top 20 at plus 500 odds and turn your $500 potentially into $2,500, by all means, you can do that. And if you don't win, you get your money back. We love betting on FanDuel. The promotions are awesome. All of the odds that you want, all the markets you want to play in, they're up on Mondays for golf betting. You got to jump in there. See for yourself why FanDuel is America's number one Sportsbook. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up using promo code ROLLIN, R-O-L-L-I-N, to get started with your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. FanDuel Sportsbook, the official betting operator of the PGA Tour. Promo code ROLLIN. Quick disclaimer, you have to be 21 or older and present in Arizona, Connecticut, Iowa, Illinois, Louisiana in permitted parishes only, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, West Virginia, or Wyoming. First online real money wager only. The refund is issued as non-withdrawable. Free bets that expire 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. You can see terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. If you have a gambling problem, you can call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois. You call 1 800 Next Step or text Next Step to 5334 or visit backslash chat in Connecticut. 1 877 Stop in Louisiana. 1 877 Hope NY or text Hope NY to 467369. In New York, the Tennessee red line is 1-800-889-9789. Wyoming, 1-800-522-4700. Or visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. So we'll start with today, which was the announcement of a, a really enhanced relationship. They have a joint venture partnership operational joint venture partnership. We're talking about the DP World Tour, the Euro Tour, and the PGA Tour. Jay Monahan and Keith Pelly had a press conference moments before Nate and I convened for this podcast today. And the takeaways were the announcement of a 13-year partnership and the uh, PGA Tour increased its holdings in the European Tour Productions, which is, I believe, the entity that holds the TV rights um, for the DP World Tour. The PGA Tour went from 15% up to 40%. So they put the money where their mouth was. And then the DP Tour announced that it's growing its own purses 
And to your point about, um, you know, in, in enhancing cards. the opportunities, the top 10 on the DP tour have uh, automatic PGA tour cards. Now, the thing that I don't have enough experience with to be able to parse a whole bunch of U.S. guys, if you look at the race to Dubai, who do you think is number one on the race to Dubai right now? If you go to those Rolex race to Dubai rankings. Billy Horschel? That's a great guess. It is, in fact, um, Will Zalatoris. There you go. Who, I don't know if he's, how many events he's played. You know, they, they, they give credit for high, high finishes in majors. Yeah, and that's why Morikawa was able to slide in there last year. And, and he's on the list right now. He's in the yeah. top 10 right now. Yeah. Um, Fascinating. I mean, what they basically did was they made the DP World Tour, the European Tour, a feeder tour to the PJ tour. And we had heard a lot of rumors that the live tour was trying to buy the European tour and that they yeah. were under some pressure to do something from their members because their members said, man, we just lost a lot of the old guard, but those are the people who drive a lot of the sponsors and ratings here in Europe. The best European tour players or, or European players have so far stayed committed to, to the PGA tour, Rom, Rory, Etc. Hovland, etc. So we got to do something here, and and it sounded like they were under a lot of pressure to potentially sell to live. We didn't know what was going to happen as recently as a few days ago. It was unclear. Then you saw the the European tour come out and say that they were definitely fining and suspending players who were playing on the live tour, and you had a sense that maybe Jay Monahan had won the day on that strategic alliance. And today we saw. The, the manifestation of that, but that's not the only thing that got announced today because the Corn Ferry Tour had a major overhaul announcement, which is that historically, and, and this year will be no different, the top 25 guys during the regular season get their card. And then there are three Corn Ferry Tour finals events in which the top 75 guys from the Corn Ferry Tour play against the bottom 75 guys on the PGA Tour, that is 126 to 200. And of those guys, the top 25 who don't already have their card make it and get their card. What happened today was they said, nope, we're blowing up the concept of giving out extra cards in the Tour Finals. We're just going to give 30 cards to the top finishers uh, on the Corn Ferry Tour. And that includes the Corn Ferry Tour Finals. So you have to make it all the way through to the Corn Ferry Tour Championship and the top 30 guys will get their cards. That means fewer guys who finish 126 to 200 are going to be able to drop down and protect their card. It means that this fall series that we heard about with the PGA Tour season now starting in January and running through August, that this fall series is going to be just a bloodbath, like steel cage match of the guys who were kind of mediocre on the PGA Tour, a few other guys who all fall into this, played okay but didn't do enough to grab their card outright, and they're going to be competing for a handful of spots to get into tournaments starting in January. So we've got a whole lot of, you know, we liked relegation on the PGA Tour. Now we got a whole lot of relegation. It's going to mean a lot more churn 
in spots 71 to 150, the, you know, the, the guys who basically fill out the back half of every PGA tournament, there's going to be a lot more churn from year to year. It's going to be harder for guys to just hang on to it. We're going to get a lot more blood, but it also means it's, it's exciting because it means that anybody can come from anywhere and get on the PGA tour in ways that they couldn't before. So you just mentioned, and this is something that I hope we'll have the opportunity to talk to some folks about. We'll have them on the show. Um, but that the the fall now is going to consist of basically two different constructs, right? And we're talking about after the President's Cup, essentially, or, or maybe, it, you know, there's a, a, a fall event that precedes the President's Cup. I don't remember how the calendar plays out, but we're talking about six or seven events that occur on tour, like the Sanderson Farms and the thing, um, Fortinet out Fit in Vegas, Napa. Napa. Yeah. yeah. The, the RSM. The Bermuda. Yeah. Who knows if those tournaments stay, but there's going to be a wing that is basically wrestle it out. But those events, no prominent players have to go play in those. No, no. No, those events, we believe will stick around and there'll be a means by which the guys who play well in them can ensure themselves some security for the upcoming calendar year 2023. That's right. Okay. That's right. But a lot of it's still TBD. They have not announced exactly how the people who don't get top 70 on the PGA Tour in the season, top 30 in Corn Ferry, top 10 and the DP World Tour, and now five cards that are being made available through Q School, right? So if you add that up, you're talking about 115 spots. What happens to all the other golfers and how, you know, if you finished 71 to 125 or 71 to 150 on the year before in the PGA Tour, all of that, how you actually get yourself back into some of those remaining slots, call it 40 spots in a tournament, is TBD, but you, you got to believe that that's what the fall is going to be about, dumping all those guys in a series without the top guys, and you're playing for your food. You're playing for your dinner. And if you if you play really well, you're going to have a spot in, you know, in the back of the field in most of those tournaments. If you're not, you may drop down to the Corn Ferry Tour. You may have to go play the World Tour. You may have to go back to Q School, depending on how well you do in that fall. Or you go to live Q school. I mean, well, yeah. Look, well. look, you don't think that there won't be some opportunity by the Kushner 50 foe uh, folks? Here's taking what a I look think. At this? I think they're getting full, buddy. I mean, May they could be 48 golfers. So could be. they don't have as many spots. We're talking well, about 200 versus 48. We didn't really spend any time because it is kind of old news now. I mean, it's a formidable top 10 guys that they've, you know, pulled in, you know, Brooks signed the, we, we, right. we kind of saw that coming down the pike, the Abe answer and Carlos Ortiz, you knew that those were coming. Yes. Um, we'd heard about Matthew Wolf. Yeah. And Matthew Wolf to me is, is, you know, I think Chikara is the most concerning sort of name because of who he represents and what kind of choice he's, he, he, um, was presented with. And how repeatable that is for the fifty. Yeah, they're exploiting the young guys. They're grabbing yeah. them before they can be. I mean, you know, look if if somebody went to the to to 
um, NBA guys went to got kids in college and said, you know, uh, or you know, high schoolers approaching college, why are you going to go waste your time playing for Duke? Take $8 million and go play in New Zealand for two years and then, you know, be ready to, to go uh, play in the NBA. That's happening now. It's just not in the, in the amount of money. You know, there's, there's the G League. Uh, there's the Ignite thing. There's Australia and different um, kids who are entering the NBA are, are at, able to earn some money. Um, it's just not in the quantities, the amounts of money that these kids um, coming up through through the live thing. It seems like they're being offered multi million dollars. It sounds like you know five or six million bucks, and that was the reported amount that James Piot got, yeah. the kid who won the U.S. I, Amateur last year look, at Oakmont. I get it, and if you think about the bulk of the guys who've gone, and this for me sadly includes Matthew Wolf, Matthew Wolf, Brooks Kepka. You've got some guys who have had some injuries, uh, if we include the, the you know the mental health piece and and sort of an injury, right? Um, you've got some guys yeah. who are sort of past their prime. We watched him try and putt out of the bunker on number seven at the and, Masters. Yes. Yeah, he has a mental health problem. Yes, yeah, yes. But w- we, you know, those guys are the ones who really don't love the competitive meritocracy of the PGA Tour. They don't love that Thor Bjornsson finished fourth and took a huge paycheck away from somebody, right? Those are the guys from the motivation standpoint who are saying, I I want a smaller barrel full of fish to shoot at. The younger guys are maybe saying, and that's, to to your point, why why that's an Achilles heel of the tour that they're going to have to fix along with these other changes we just saw. For the younger guys, they may look at it and go, as you just said, I don't want to play my way up through the minors. I'm ready to go today. These guys are guaranteeing me some money. I'm 17 years old. I'm 19 years old. You know, $5 million is a huge check. I'll mortgage my future and and take that. Uh, that, that so it, there, there's sort of two branches. I love what the tour is doing because it keeps in the spirit of the best golfers get to play. And if you're not one of the best golfers, you're going to get churned out and somebody else is going to get a chance. It, it makes a lot of people nervous who are in that middling tier. There's no doubt it's going to make those top guys more money. And that'll be the counterweight to what lives offering people. Uh, but it, it is a different competitive model. In one case, you already been paid and you're comfortable and the comp, competition is frankly not as strong and and the sort of competitive threat is not as strong. In the other case, you got to eat what you kill and you only eat what you kill. So one place is going to be for people who mentally are probably in one, one phase of mind and, and the other is going to be, you know, for people who are in another phase of mind. And, and there is a, there is a filter that's happening between players, those who want the comfort and, and aren't loving the, the sort of day-to-day grind are going one place. Those who really want to fight it out with the best players in the world seem to be staying in the PGA Tour ecosystem right now. Well, and that PGA Tour ecosystem, just real quick, worth mentioning, has been bolstered. One of the announcements last week, uh, there are eight different sort of premier events that they've um, guaranteed at least a $20 million purse. And that's the events, the Century Open went from eight million bucks up to fifteen million bucks, and then the rest are all twenty million dollar guaranteed purses, the highest amounts in the history of the tour. That's the Genesis, which is Tiger's thing. That's um, 
the the Arnold Palmer Invitational. It's the match play event down in Austin. It's the Memorial. There's a couple others I'm not remembering off the top of my head, but all of those have the it, they're they're all either invitationals yes. or smaller field um, events. You know, with with sort of qualification things. The the other side of what the PGA Tour announced three brand new events in the fall, limited fields, only 50 competitors. And the 50 will be the 50 that, um, you know, as, as of one of those playoff events, the top 50, you know, in their FedEx cup playoff nonsense, but they're going to do three events, Asia, Europe, and the middle East starting in 2023. So guaranteed money for the tip top stars, you know, on, on a world stage, I imagine their television partners are amenable to to all of that. They they want you know competition that features the best players, and maybe they've in talking to the players' council and to Rory got you know the, a thumbs up around the idea that if you're only asking us to play three events after a season, you can get you know uh, um, a certain critical mass of us will show up. You know it won't might not be Rom and Rory. And and JT and Jordan at every one, but you know we we can rotate around. You'll get three out of five or, or five out of six, possibly. The thing that some people said when they saw this was, "Oh, the PGA Tour just magically found money," which it, it's a fair thing for, on the surface to be like, "Hey, where did this money come from?" But they have been working on this for a long time. They just signed, just signed a giant new television deal. And that's where the bulk of this money came from. Monaghan has been talking about increasing the purse size for years and that his target was 20 million bucks. He had to wait until revenue went up in the form of the TV deal to be able to deliver on some of these things. But some of these events, including the sort of, uh, hey, top 70 guys get to play these big money events, they still got to go out and sell the sponsorship. Now, it took way too long for this to happen. Like that's the thing. Why the fuck did it take so long for this? And, to happen? and not only that, you know, I I want a glass half slow. full all the time. You know how house rolls. I'm always glass half full. I'm always trying to fill up the positive vibes only here on Fairway Rolling. In the face of the live, in the face of 54, here are all the things that we're doing in in a fire hose manner. Announcement after announcement after announcement. Twice a week, oh, we're modifying this aspect. We're modifying the sheer pace at which the tour, uh, it magically has been galvanized and able to completely reconfigure and rethink its product and how that product is shown on television, the Should entertainment value. What the fuck? Should have happened Of faster. course. It's of embarrassing. Course. And of course. Does it mean live wouldn't exist? No, I don't no, think so. I but agree. It, but it means that you might have a few more players. And again, I don't, I don't really think You might that, have given them something to think about. Yeah, like out of the list about. of guys that have, have jumped over, who do you think was was like the, it was the closest call for? I think it was I, Brooks. Me, me too. You beat me to it. I mean, Brooks has a personal relationship with Monahan, Monahan was, was at, at his, his wedding. wedding. Exactly. Do you think he wasn't up there with Ludacris? I didn't see any. I, I didn't I, see Jay up there with Ludacris. Maybe he took a verse. <laughs> well, I'll go back and look at the video. But okay, good. Look, it, it 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 is it is disappointing that it took this long. All of the developments seem to be good. Thumbs up. Now, what needs to change and quickly is the way that they 
present this telecast. You I and I, we know. I, 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 I appreciate very much what the crew at ESPN Plus PGA Tour Live is doing. Uh, I think they're really, listen, they're experimenting with some things. I think they're putting some good young talent on air. But this thing has got to get more fun. The sort of outdated country club CBS symphony music or the NBC, it's got to go. Like they got to accelerate into the next generation of golf media. And I'm not even sure. Listen, Immelman is great. I'm just not even sure he's the right guy. Like I just putting one more guy in the chair and assuming it's going to stay this way. Fox, Fox, you know, lost some guys to Amazon. They lost Joe Buck. There you can maybe reload because the format is not under threat. The format here is under threat. They got to put new personalities. They got to put new ways of covering this in. And that's where I think Liv is going to make some progress from here. And and it's welcome. I mean, they it have is. the benefit of of the, the stupid shotgun start and all the rest of it. Some natural built Whatever. in. Well, I mean, it means it's time constrained. It's yes. not. It's yes. not going to be infinite television. That's it's right. It's not like li it's literally nap time. It's nap time TV. It's the summer nap. And if your sponsors are all content with that, if that's the message that you want to convey to potential consumers of your products and brands and that, that that's fine. And I think there are a lot of brands where a summer nap might make sense, but for a more modern consumer, the, everybody tells me the crucial demo, I'm not in it anymore is 18 year olds to 49 year olds. Uh, I think our demo is still pretty powerful though. The one that I'm in, um, and, and that's both male and, and female. Demo. Then why don't we, you know, think about getting some input that the, question of who the right people are on these telecasts isn't who knows you, you have to tell me what the telecast is going to look like and what it should look like and you know you just said it it's the, the country club the symphony the nap time that's got to go i mean it, it just it just can't keep persisting in this manner we're all tired of these old voices these old faces and this old way of doing business well there's a lot of change afoot, and for good reason, because this week we have a poo-poo platter in the John Deere Classic <laughs> at an otherwise great tournament, great course, great people, where we've had great moments. This is the place where Zach Johnson basically built a, a, a tournament. This is the place where Jordan Spieth got a teenage win chipping in from the bunker to get into a playoff. This is a great, just like Hartford, in its own standalone way, it's a great event. But boy, do we have a diluted field this week. Probably one of the weakest fields that this tournament has ever had, and that's saying something. Well, it just falls on the calendar where it falls. I mean, it's up against the Irish Open. I don't know how many folks intending to compete in the Open Championship in uh, 10 days or so are playing in the Irish, but everybody's it's going to play. Week, dude. It's a rest week. Everybody's going to play the Scottish Open because it's a co-sanctioned event with the DP World Tour, the PGA Tour. You yeah. get all of the stuff that comes with the, you know competing in a Look. PGA Tour event. And, so it's going to be massive. Yeah, and and because of the live stuff, you had the, the the tour really pushing on its stars to play. Rory played six in a row. JT was supposed to play last week. He pulled out with a little bit of a back injury. Scheffler's been out there humping it. I mean, doing all the, the Lord's work. Yeah. So so everybody's been out 
showing up and trying to bring the star power. So you can't, you can't do it every week. You just cannot do it every week and, and do it at a high level, especially when you're thinking about winning the open. So we got Webb Simpson at the top of the leaderboard house. <laughs> well, and he's uh, 10 to one. That that's a fade for me. That's fine. I'm, I, I don't look, uh, I, 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 I wish nothing but the best of outcomes for all golfers and all walks of life, except for everybody playing on the 50 foe. They can all fuck off. But uh, we are going to try and come up. Now, this thing is a birdie fest. I can't believe you didn't mention Steve Stricker in terms of building this magnificent uh, yes, thing. Excuse me, Steve. The Lifetime Achievement Award is Zach Johnson um, when the boat horn goes off in his background. That's the yes. that's the meme. That's the one that, that really <laughs> covers this tournament. It gives you that a shiver up the spine um, for all the electricity of this event. We got a lot of guys where it's actually even hard to take the temperature. I mean, sometimes in these things, you can you can go in on momentum. And sometimes in these things, you get such a poo-poo platter. We got a couple guys who we like momentum on. We, we saw Chess and Hadley up close this week. He got the Mark Hubbard boomerang effect, but then went on to finish T5. Played That's a strong finish. This week. Strong finish. He's right around the edge. He's one of those guys who needs a tournament like this to go jump up get higher in he's still like 160 in fedex cup right now i think so he's got a ways to go especially with all this news that's been announced shot 67 64 on the weekend uh, you know it had had that magical hole in one uh last year to sort of stay on the bubble and and, and keep his card this is a guy that probably if he can keep the momentum play you want to put a little behind i think right I, I he he's overdue for a win. Still heartbreaking how he lost uh, at Congaree last year. You know uh, the way that he limped down the finish and Garrick Higo came back and won that uh, golf tournament. He's eighty to one. I mean, it's, it's that's you know that's the air that's the neighborhood to look for this uh, event. I think I'm just going to play some matchups. The good peeps at, at FanDuel Sportsbook always giving us you know some opportunities. Here and these these odds are fair, so I like um, a couple of momentum plays. JT Poston is in a tournament matchup against Adam Svensson. I'm just I'm just going to put a small bit on JT. I like his form. I like the way that that he finished Sunday at Travelers to go ahead and 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 grab that that top five finish. Yes, that was very strong. I'm going to go ahead and play. A little on Nick Hardy, uh, his last three events. You know, he's, he had that second Hanging place, around. yeah, second place in the Corn Ferry thing. But last three events, tied thirty fifth, tied fourteenth, tied eighth. He's in a head to head against Jason Day. Now, Jason Day is properly favored, and I think Jason Day might need to hustle a little bit to qualify for the Open Championship. If I'm understanding, I, I think that's part of why Jason Day is playing this event. But Nick Hardy is only. He's minus one oh eight, right? And 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 so mm. uh you don't it, it's you know near enough to even odds. Of course, I'm back on Sahith. Sahith is due. Now I hate doing it because the tournament matchup is against the local legend here in the DMV, Denny McCarthy. And mm. Denny's been hot. Denny was on his superheater, uh, including the US Open Excellent until he mis missed the cut last week at um Travelers. That doesn't scare you, the miscut. Well, I like I yeah. like, of course it does. That's why you like Tagala. Yeah. 
I know I, I I only like Tagala because I like karma. I think he's an incredible um uh like genuine guy. All all of um we've seen from him on television. I hate going against Denny, but yeah. I like uh Tagala. He's at minus one eighteen, so you gotta lay, lay a little juice. And then another guy who's been really on a heater. Um, and if I have to take somebody at the, the top of the chalk, Adam Hadwin, plus yeah. odds against Webb Simpson. Webb is is minus one thirty. Adam in this head to head is plus one oh two, tied for seventh at the US Open. His his T degree numbers are off the charts. He's 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 in double digits in terms of strokes gained over his past three starts, Adam Hadwin. Hmm. So that's you need to go T to green at this joint and you need to roll in putts. The the last, I think it's like uh twelve years. Um, the worst score has been eighteen under. So you just have to go out and shoot 23 under and win this golf tournament. And I, what Adam Hadwin showed us at the U.S. Open, I'm on it. Dude, Chesson Hadley is plus 500 to top 20. There we go. That, 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 so look, the FanDuel Sportsbook folks, all of these um, opportunities are out there. If you want to build a little parlay off a couple of these tournament matchups, please feel free to do it. Uh, Chesson Hadley, top 20. If you want to do a little top 20, of a, of a Nick Hardy, Chesson Hadley, Adam Hadwin, by all means, go nuts. All right, well, there you go, my birdie buddies, my par-saving pals, my eagle enthusiasts. All the news that's fit to yap run, about. Our, yap, I said, run our mouths about. It is, as I said at the top of the show, the best time of the year to go play golf. I hope everybody is getting out there. And especially, we're going to be on this run with the... Uh, Euro tour, you know, playing first part of the day, you watch your Scott, your Irish open or your Scottish open next week, your open championship, latter part of the day, go out and get yourself 27 because you can go out at two o'clock and easily get it, get it around. Make sure you're walking, get your steps in. And in the meantime, please, let's just head straight up there. 